Hello, and welcome to the Meta Era Nerd Podcast, where today I have my new mic. So right here, right now, we will surpass our limits on anime, TV, movies, and games, because we have a lot of news coming your way. We are your nerds, Marcus and Rico. Love it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, boy. I will hear like, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mention the mic. I'm gonna throw an anime quote in there because that's what I do. So I was like, I, I have, and for those of you who don't know, Rico's always knocking these introductions out of the park, and I'm, a, I'm a little jealous. So I had to really, you know, get, I had to really come out here swinging. <laughs> and I did get a new mic, by the way. My wonderful girlfriend did get me a new mic, so I'm rocking that right now. I'm super super excited so i should sound a lot better uh she just kept saying it sounded like i was talking out of a phone uh so she was fed up with that and got me a mic so i'm i'm set i'm set surpassing my limits yeah two for two, two, for two today bro the mic and, and the intro both good clutch i appreciate it but how are you doing today ricky doing all right i'm doing good i'm doing good i uh had a pretty chill day uh I've been on. I've uh, been playing some Pokemon today. I'm trying to finish um, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond. I'm finishing it up. I I had start. I always uh, for those of you for those of you that don't know if this is your first time hearing. Uh, I'm a big Pokemon guy. So every time a set of games that because that's how they're usually put out uh, come out, I usually buy both. I have I'll usually pick one that'll be my main game, and the other one I can pick up and put down. Uh, as whenever I want, and uh, if I ever get the itch to like play through a series again, I can delete all my save progress on game number two rather than the main game and play through that story again. Uh, I never did finish Brilliant Diamond, uh, so I'm at the Elite Four, and I'm not particularly looking forward to fighting Cynthia because I sped through the game and my team is kind of under leveled, so I got uh, quite the mountain to climb. Dang. So, but I'm excited about hearing the theme. <laughs> so that's yeah. what I did today. <laughs> yeah, that's because when was it? Uh, was it the night before yesterday? One of these nights where we did our podcast. Me and Rico just went down this rabbit hole, and lo and behold, Cynthia's theme because we were talking about Arceus and and you know just something happens toward the end, you know whatever, whatever, and um, a certain theme comes on, and I was just it was. It had no business just rocking the way it did and we were super pumped and excited so it's funny that you mentioned it again because her theme you know and so's theme just knock it out of the park all the way through oh yeah how about you how was your day good i actually uh aside from getting a new mic uh i'm actually working on i this room that we're working on uh i got a graphics card uh, 3700 and a good friend of ours andrew actually was kind enough and, well, and ricky with the monitor was kind of were kind enough to lend me a small setup until i upgraded everything as i went so they put the computer they set it up for me it's in the room um i'm still working on that because i don't want to really touch it until things are kind of going and not only that i'm kind of finally start you know making this room the way i've always envisioned so i bought six six um six bookshelves three uh three shelf bookshelves about six of them um, I've set them all up. I have them across the way. So now I'm trying to organize it to where I have my pops, my figurines, my, my just big figures, my games, my collectibles. Cause I just have a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff. And I really want to just showcase everything because I'm that, that kind of nerd, I guess. So I'm really excited about getting that done. And that I, I, I'd been working on that all day. I didn't get a chance to, um, I haven't played anything today. I haven't watched anything. And I've been over here like 
Um, I've been playing Fire Emblem on my Switch, and I've been playing Pokemon Puzzle League on my Switch, so I haven't got a chance to play those. Um, I've been watching One Piece, uh, Toilet Bound, Hanako, and um, Where the Snow where the snowflakes fall. Uh, it's the one with the Shimesa or what's that with that instrument. Uh, so I've been watching those three, two short ones on a long one. I haven't gotten a chance to even watch anything, you know, I, for whatever reason, because I've been working out that room. Um, but other than that, uh, it's prime. Uh, you're cutting. Hello? There you go. Yeah, my bad. I was, I was having a, little bit of issues with that because i actually didn't tap something so i'm yeah it's a mic i'm still getting used to it just don't touch it that might that might work but yeah other than that my um my day was pretty good can't complain that's good it's always a it's nice to have like a a man cave where like the room is just completely you like with your stuff and uh your your gaming stuff your setup where like you it's basically your like for us that we're big geeks like it's basically our nerd geek room, right? Yeah, uh, exactly. And I just, I've always wanted to, and this is a course of collection that I've accumulated over years and years. And I've sold a lot of the stuff, like I, not a lot, but I've sold stuff to buy newer things, better things. Uh, my anime collections, I do have a huge anime collection also. And I've wanted to keep up with that there's you know because i do buy limited edition box sets for the animes especially my favorite favorite ones uh but there used to be a point where that was all i collecting well i sold a good, good a good amount of that kept some i'm really into my card games i did that um i've been getting into comic books already for the last year or so and a half so now i'm thinking about buying stands for those comic books putting them up like i just really setting everything up so if somebody were, were to walk in like i, I want to hear like a damn or you know i want them to be in awe when they walk into that room so um that's that's what I'm working on, man. Nice. Uh, I I did see uh, some pictures that Marcus sent me a little earlier, and it's it's coming along. It's looking pretty cool. So yeah, it's a work in progress. That's because my other buddy used to li li live in that room, Omar. He left some lights, those those what is it, those colorful LED lights on the top of a thing. So I already oh, got yeah. lights in that room from from he didn't take them down, so he left them there. So I got super cool lights going on already. So but slowly but surely it'll come along. I can't wait to kind of show it off. To be honest with you nice sounds good can't wait to go check it out yeah I'll, I'll be podcasting in there soon so all right so from the top we're starting with anime uh this past week uh the one piece film red is now out and its first day it broke over 10 million uh which puts it at third behind uh demon slayer's mugen train and jujutsu kaisen zero so uh big opening uh We've, as we've been seeing, like, you know, the anime movies that have been coming out have been just exploding. Anime in general, too, has just been exploding. It's all over the place. It's uh, taking over pop culture everywhere. So it's good to see that trend continue. And hopefully they keep putting out these good movies. Right. Oh, yeah, for sure. And uh, they've come a long way because before it was usually like Studio Ghibli films that had come out and stuff like that. You would and or anything by um, uh, what are their names? G kids, G, a G kid film. You know, they're usually the distributor who kind of distributes those type of films. Um, the the girl who lived through time, to, as an example. Um, but now you're getting a lot of the more anime shows turned to movies, stream. You know, coming out to theaters. So that's huge. Uh, that's big time, especially in recent years where now it's just you know, buzz just keep coming and keep coming. So great stuff, great stuff all around. So in sticking with movies, the Black Clover movie is. Uh 
confirmed. It's been rumored for a while, but it's confirmed to be coming in 2023. And we're supposed to be getting more info soon. Uh, Black Clover also has its manga back this week. I know Marcus is a reader of the manga, so I know he got to check it out. Uh, hyped it up for me, said that uh, <laughs> you know it was pretty good. Uh, <laughs> is very gracious though, and not spoiling anything for me, even though I really want to know. I know yeah. uh, I, for, for Rico's so, sake, uh, I'm always the hype man. Like I would like, and I mentioned it before. Where Rico's that guy who like I'll be reading it, and I'll just send Rico like a hype message, like "Oh my god, this is amazing," and that's it. That's all I'll say. And Rico would be like, "That good?" I said, "Oh yeah, dude," and that's it. Um, I will I will never spoil anything for Rico. I'm, I'm I'll, I'll always watch my my mouth or tongue for anybody just in general like uh, I, I hate spoiling i don't want to be i don't want to be that guy so i always try my best but so rico is that guy like he he nothing nothing to do with anything i'll be reading something totally unrelated something just totally brand new something just i'll be watching something brand new and then i'll send a text oh my god this is amazing do it or whatever just to hype it up just to, and again it's more for me just to get it off my chest you know what i mean so um yeah he's gracious enough to be that that medium for me <laughs> Yeah, and I I appreciate like you not spoiling anything and being mindful. Mindful. <laughs> uh, so then Kaiju number eight is going to be getting an anime. It's one that Marcus has talked about, you know, several times over the course of our podcast. Uh, one that people have been hoping for for a long time. It's confirmed. It's coming. You know, great, awesome, right? Yeah, the Kaiju number eight was actually one of the ones. It was always synonymous for some reason with Spy Family at the time when it was coming out because people were always wanting a Spy Family Kaiju number eight. And which was the other one? Was it was it Mashal? Muscles and Magic? It, it might have been that one. It might have not been. But for sure, I always saw Spy Family and Kaiju number eight on that list together. And I had actually read the first two chapters of Kaiju number eight and I said no. I, I'm not going to read, read this just because when it comes to like kaijus, big monsters, I know even I know even Rico, like just Godzilla, like, you know, you want to see kaijus, you want to see kaijus fight. So I actually really want to see this first more so on a uh, on a TV an anime format rather than, you know, among because I do want to see monsters fight because ultimately, you know, how do you how do you make Godzilla better? It was just have have Godzilla fight for two hours. That's the best way to do it. Yeah, that's where all the hype is at, right? <laughs> yeah, no, nobody cares about the people. But I kind of I kind of know what happens here or not happens, but I kind of know already some of the premise and what kind of what goes on there. Uh, but not to say anything, um, it's good. It should be interesting and it actually should be very very good. One of the actually better animes of the year. That's because there's a lot of great stuff coming out on <laughs> Chainsaw Man. But yeah, yeah. Which uh, leading into our next topic, uh, <clears throat> Marcus mentioned it. Uh, the Chainsaw Man trailer came out this week, and on top of that, we also got a little announcement that Chainsaw Man opening and the ending reveal will be out on September 19th. So we'll get to listen to that OP and the ending a little early. Uh, And in sticking with OPs, the Mob Psycho 3 OP, which we got to listen to early because there was a couple of leaks from the announcement of the season three coming in October. Uh, It came out today on YouTube. And I've been listening to it all day, and it's been in my head all day. So uh, if you know anything about Mob Psycho and the openings, you know that they're amazing. You know that the visuals uh, for the video are just top tier uh, across, you know, video and anime. Uh, So uh, check that out. And uh, we actually did a special podcast episode yesterday with a special guest, MJ. Uh, one of our good one of our good friends that also runs his own podcast uh, through by way of uh, Twitch, 
It's called the Lo Que Sea podcast. And uh, we put that out yesterday. It's about all of our top uh, anime openings. Uh, if you're curious about what we like, what our style is, if you kind of see a pattern there or what, you know, just uh, go ahead and check that out. Uh, Tower of God season two officially announced. Uh, I haven't seen this. I think Marcus is a little bit more familiar with it, but uh, I know it was uh, the talk of the town for a while. So, you know, it, with a big fan base, it's got to be good, right? Yeah. Um, it was actually, and I, and I mentioned it before when it comes to manwas in general, um, Tower of God is actually one of the manwas that's been ongoing and has a lot of chapters. And I know Solo Leveling is always mentioned in, in, in that realm. Um, so is uh, God of High School and... Uh, there's another one that I love, the beginning after the end, that's just also taking the manwas, you know, realm by storm. But uh, Tower of God was that season one. It was actually one of the manwas done, at least from what I've seen, you know, has a good reception. Um, one of the adaptations done right by the manwa because it does kind of keeps that art style because it does have a kind of unique art style and it does keep that story alive. But I really enjoyed the first season. And again, there's a lot of chapters, so hopefully there, it does have that fan base to kind of push them to create all these. Because right now, I think it's like at 300 and plus, 300 plus chapters in the manhwa. So you're talking, what, maybe four or five seasons or something like that? Um, so hopefully they come quick and they come, you know, for just for the, just the fans. The fans come just to kind of push this going forward. But uh, let, me ask, uh, let me ask you this. Uh, go, throwing back to Mob Psycho... Uh, and watching the YouTube uh, video, uh, somebody was mentioning that this would probably be the last season. Is that that yes. sound about right? Yeah, and I I, I, I kind of mentioned it all a while, long while already, a long while ago. It might have, it might have, I might be in your head somewhere because I've mentioned it several times. Uh, this actually might be the last season. I don't anticipate a movie because if I remember correctly, there's there's not very much left at all. Um, so we should have a resolution. Our main conflict is going to come to an end here. I don't, again, I don't see this having a movie, but if it does, it'll obviously be the ending, though, or a very short season. But again, I don't see this being a, I don't see this being a long, longer than whatever, than what it already is, unless they really drag out these 12, 13 episodes that it will probably be um, to make a movie. But I don't think so. This is more than likely, I think, my prediction. This is it for Mob Psycho, the last season. Okay, sounds good, sounds good. Uh, last bit of news for me is uh, Shield Hero Season 3 put out a new visual this week, and they announced a new visual director. Uh, that's pretty big, and I'll let Marcus tell you why. Yeah, it's there was a lot of changes that actually came to this... Um, to the staff change and it, it, it was more than just a, you know the visual director it was actually the director who helms the seasons who helms the, the episodes and they actually brought in the first director of the first season i think it was the one who directed the first five or four uh, of the first season they brought him back for the third season to hopefully get that direction going i know that season two did suffer a lot as far as pace is concerned it did have a lot of issues and it, it did not live up to that hype that that was season one uh, for whatever reason. Um, so having that, you know, change in staff, having um, those, what, um, uh, yeah, well, changes, right? Mm -hmm. It should really elevate, should hopefully bring Rising of the Shield Hero back to where it was in season one. Um, so hopefully that's what we get. I did feel it was big news because 
you don't announce you don't you don't announce seasons two and three back to back right off the bat like that. Usually it takes a while. But and, and rising this year, he did do that. They says, hey, we're giving you two seasons. Here you go. And for the fact the fact that the second season got the reception that it did, obviously they took a step back and are reevaluating what direction they're gonna they're gonna go in, which is I think great news, especially if you, you know, felt that this second season was lackluster. So I think it's good going forward. So then, uh, but that's it for me for anime. Is there anything you wanted to add in there or you think that's it or? No, I, 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 that's, that's what I wanted to talk about. Uh, Rico was, Rico added it in. So, um, I did want to address just a God of high school, what's it got? got tower of God. I'm sorry. And, um, the rising of the shield hero. Other than that, just, you know, if anything else comes out, if anything major comes out or anything that I'm a fan of, or you know, Rico was a fan of, we'll obviously talk about, but yeah, no, that wraps it up for anime. So then uh, moving into gaming, uh, this week there was a Pokemon Presents. Uh, we did do a special all about that. And uh, huh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, w- and wouldn't you know that it was a 20 minute special, but we ended up yeah, talking right. for like, uh, no, 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 no. The, the, oh, oh, oh. the, the special, like the, the present, actual, yeah, the present was, tw- the was 20 minutes, but we talked about it for about five hours. <laughs> nah. And, and it, I had to, it, it was five. It was initially five hours. And then I let Marcus speak a little bit and it ended up being six hours. And I had to cut, Marcus made me cut it too, like an hour and a half. Uh, it was a 20 minute presentation. So you can imagine a, a full blown thing. And Rico says, Oh my God, you know, they're, they're doing a Pokemon presentation. Like, are we going to do a, are we going to do a Pokemon, uh, a Pokemon go? And Rico says, Well, if you want to, <laughs> I said, Right, right, sure. <laughs> but you can go and check out that video. Oh, I'm sorry, that podcast. We did we did a, that, that one already, what, two weeks ago or so? So that is already available uh, for your listeners. If you want to get our thoughts. And um, I'm always going to call Rico, right, our, our Pokemon master here um, with us. If you want to get his thoughts on the presentation, feel free to give that a listen to. Uh, so a bit of a cool one coming out. Soul Reaver HD remaster coming later this month. It is, is. A, it is a fan-made project. Oh, it, it is? is gonna, it, is, it, it is going to come through an, uh, through way of emulator. You're going to have to play it through an emulator on your on your computer. And it is going to be 60 FPS. I have uh, no idea. I didn't read it, the article. I thought it was... A, I thought it was a... It's something that we talked about. Yeah. Uh, so when I saw it, I was pretty excited. So, uh, I mean, let's see what... Uh, this uh, fan-made game looks like what it plays like. It's just gonna be good to be able to play it again and see people check it out and play it. So, yeah, well, hopefully, hopefully it it's played enough to where it kind of puts it back on the map because I know we've talked about Legacy of Kane multiple times, not just once, at least two or three times. Um, and it's funny that we had just finished talking about it a while back, and I think it was in our uh, it was in our podcast about uh, games we no. wish you to come back, wasn't it? Nostalgia wish list. Nostalgia, yeah. nostalgia wish list. Um, I didn't, I didn't read the article, but I did see the title, and I thought, I thought it was official, but I didn't know it was fan made. But I'm, I'm, which is okay, right? If obviously these, um, there's some passionate fans out there, and if obviously the game, the game gets traction enough, you know, hopefully it reaches the ears of the actual publishers and people who make, who would make another game. So that's cool. That is cool. Yeah. So uh, let's see what ends up. Uh, I, I I'm thinking along this the along the same lines. Uh, that if it generates enough buzz you know maybe it's gonna entice the people that can make a new game happen or uh remastered 
remaster the games and stuff like that uh, can maybe be on the table. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so up next, uh, another cool one. Logitech and Tencent are working together on a cloud gaming handheld uh, device. It says that it's not going to be a phone type device. It's supposed to be working like with full controls and stuff like that, rather than a touchscreen. They're supposed to be working with NVIDIA and Microsoft. Uh, what is the name of the service that NVIDIA has? GeForce? Uh, it's going to be able to run GeForce, NVIDIA GeForce, which I'm not too familiar with, but it's some kind of game uh, service and uh, Xbox uh, Cloud. So you would get, you know, all those games that are available on cloud, which I would imagine eventually is going to turn into everything that's on Game Pass uh, mm-hmm. on a handheld console. Uh, this coming off of the release of the Steam Deck just seems like uh, a big a big move, you know? Steam Decks uh, sold out very quickly. We have a couple friends that, that were able to get their hands on them early. I or you know, try one yesterday. You did? Yeah. Yeah, Ricky was uh, Ricky uh, brought his, and I was like, "What is that, Ricky?" And he goes, "It's my Steam Deck." And, he, and I was like, "Can I try?" He said, "Yeah, yeah, try. It. Give it a try." Hey, dude, I unzipped. I he had it in a in a case. I unzipped the case. That thing is massive. I said, "Oh my god, this is big! <laughs> like it's huge, you know." And it feels really good in your hands. My only thing was, I felt like I had to. I'm. I, I have. I guess I have small hands for a guy, right? I had to stretch my thumbs a little bit to Joy Cons, but Ricky says he, him too. That you get used to it really fast. But the screen is nice. The controls, the the inputs, everything was was crisp. Everything was in a. What's the right word I'm looking for? A convenient location. Everything was there. You know, it had all kinds of buttons. You had your D-pad. It had the. the I guess a little touch. I guess you would call them like touch pads or like, you know how the PlayStation 5 remote has that pad in the middle? It has mm-hmm. two of those on, on on both sides. It has paddles. Well, not paddles, but they're kind of like paddles in the back, but they're actually like, you know, switch uh, buttons on the back of the actual game. Um, he let me try out. Uh, well, he, he let me try out the games that are there. He said he'd been playing the hell out of Control. I was trying um, Guilty Gear, Control, uh, any of those. Was it well, control would be the, I think the triple triple title game that he was playing, um, but it looked good, it played good. I had I had no qualms whatsoever with that stuff, and I said, and you just connect this to your Steam. And Ricky says, yeah, like you have your Steam library, you connect it to your Steam Deck, and we're here you go. And I'm thinking, man, dude, I was like, how much did you pay for this again? He goes, Ricky said he paid six hundred dollars, and I said, honestly, I was like, that is not as crazy as I initially thought it was going to be, especially since you know the Steam Deck is that handheld monster that was there and it felt real nice it did it did feel real nice in my hands uh but again it's just stretching my fingers my thumbs trying to get to those joy cons um joysticks i mean um but ultimately dude like i might have been sold just because uh i do have a lot of uh, i do have a backlog on my steam also and but i'm not going to play old school rpg type games on my laptop but i would definitely play them on a steam deck so if there's a cheaper option or later on down the road, I might just get me one of those bad boys, man, because it was nice. It looked clean too, man. It really did. I was impressed. Yeah. So, I mean, there's definitely the market out there being that the Switch is really like the last thing out there. Uh, now we have the Steam Deck and then now we have this other thing on the horizon. So, uh, I mean, let's look out to see if it uh, if it hits, if, it, if they decide to continue working on it and come out with it. I mean, we'll check it out. I hope uh, so. uh, um, what do you call it? Game Pass, like mobile Game Pass, like dude, that sounds pretty cool. Dude, I, I'm always I'm always a fan of gaming on the go, and I know a lot of people are. You know, 
the switch was the reason i guess a lot of the the ds just kind of went away finally and you know how nintendo had their family console and their, uh, their i'm sorry their main console and their handheld console and obviously the switch combined both of them um so i do think there is still a huge market for handheld gaming i really do and i'm, I'm a big fan of handheld gaming in general so um it'd be cool just to see more competitors out there uh looking at you playstation i'm looking at you vita 2 Let's go get something out there for me, man. <laughs> but I don't think they would. But still, their Vita was underrated. Throw that out there. So in sticking with a little bit of Xbox talk, uh, Xbox is testing out a new Game Pass Ultimate family plan where you can share your library with up to four people in the same country. Uh, this used to be a thing way back in the day. I don't remember when it was that they got rid of it. But, uh, you know... Uh, it's nice to be able to share games with other people in your family or friends and stuff like that if you do have that common interest. So this will be something to uh, look out for. Hopefully, I haven't read too much about how the testing is going and what they're thinking, uh, either pushing it out or they don't think they're going to do it or what. But it's something to look out for, uh, especially in our friend group. And, you know, I do have a brother-in-law that games. Uh, my nephew games, my sister games, so that'll be pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. You, you have you. It's, it's a set of four brothers, so yeah, right. Uh, yeah, I do have. Uh, I do have four, uh, three other brothers. I'm, I'm, I'm the third one out of four. I have two other brothers and a little brother, but we're each on our. I, I'm, I'm the biggest. I would obviously it's come as of the biggest gamer out of the four. Um, though I, I never forget the OG gamer, my oldest brother RJ. Shout out to him who was i remember growing up was a wizard man behind these damn games i look at him and i was like how's this guy so good at everything like you know so he was all he, he was my i don't want to say inspiration right but my motivation just to kind of be that game and rj played a lot for a long time um there came a time where he stopped playing but i just kept going with it and stuff like that but he was you know an underrated good gamer you know in his prime and stuff like that but no he doesn't game anymore my older brother doesn't game anymore once in a while my, my little brother uh daniel does play pc but I don't, you don't really see him on xbox he doesn't have a playstation or a switch and stuff like that so no real reason for me to kind of invest in a family plan like this because it's just mainly me who plays um and stuff so but yeah no it's it's a good deal it looks good it looks cool it looks you know looks great well it'll be it'll be uh i mean it'll be a while till we see like what it is uh if it ends up being a different kind of plan or if it's just you get game pass ultimate you have four you can share with four other people if that's the case i already pay for game pass ultimate so yeah you know i can just say i I can just say hey like uh if you are interested in getting a console like uh you know for me and you like i have a nephew coming up that more than likely is going to be into games. You yeah. have a nephew too growing up that's probably going to be uh, somebody that you can game with like on a different level than yeah. like with your friends, right? So uh, being able to say like, hey, if you have an Xbox or whatever, like let's link up. I'll let you have my Game Pass subscription and you can have all the games I have and we can play these silly games just the way I do with my nephew. Oh yeah, I end up, go ahead. You, yeah, well, no, uh, just uh, we talked about that a, a while back and you mentioned it too that you, you touch games that... <laughs> with your nephew that you never thought yeah like, dude crazy which one did one did you play the fire one or kill it with fire and kill i still haven't fire. gone back and played it but i'm going to 
Yeah, my my nephew had a. He says, "I want to play Gungeon." I said, "What the hell is Gungeon?" And I'm looking. It looked like a lot of fun. It looked like a lot of fun. But the one that I actually went back and beat, and I don't know if I talked about it before. It's called Cluster Truck, and it was one of those. It was. It's just you got to get to the finish line. You got to hop over all these eighteen wheelers that are crashing into each other and stuff like that. And if you fall, you know you have to reset. And uh, he he struggled. And when I started beating it or whatever, he's like, man, you're really good at this, huh? And I said, yeah, I dab. Why, you know, I'm all right. And then when he <laughs> left, dude, I just kept playing that stupid game until I got to the, I finally got to the ending of the boss or whatever. And it's kind of like a pseudo hell type thing where you got to reach the top of this fake demon, 18 meter or whatever. And, you know, and it took me a couple of tries to the point where I was even getting frustrated, man. Like I was... Uh, for whatever reason, man, but shout out to that game, man, Cluster Truck. <laughs> and we mentioned it, right? Those smaller games, you know, the simplicity in these small games uh, just do take take you for a ride, man. Yeah. So, uh, we'll, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens with that uh, with that family plan. Hopefully it uh, works out. It's just built into what we have already and we can uh, share across either family, friends, whatever. So uh, Riot has an upcoming fighting game entitled, uh, right now it's called Project L, and it's going to be free to play. Uh, Riot coming off of the big uh, success that Valorant has been, uh, both as just an esport and a general game. Uh, you know, I look forward to seeing what they put out in terms of fighting games. I'm not a fighting game person myself, but I know a couple of you guys in the... In Ooh. our group, like Dabble, so we Dabble, yeah. Ricky's the one who's actually well. Ricky will actually get pretty good at a game if he invests in games. For I don't know how he does it. I, I'm thinking of Marvel's Capcom Three. Man, we actually played that game a while back, and he whooped my ass. <laughs> yeah, so we'll we'll be on the lookout for that one, Project L. Uh, one that uh, Marcus shared with me that I he's talked about before in the past. Uh, Tactics Ogre Reborn coming to PlayStation Four, PlayStation Five, Switch, and PC. Yes, and I'm always, always I've, I've been talking about that damn game. Well, I always talked about Ogre Battle 64, but Tactics Ogre is the Game Boy Advance slash uh, PSP version that kind of came out. The Game Boy Advance was a Knights of Lotus and Tactics Ogre uh, War of the Lion, I think is what it was. March of the Lion. March of the Lion? No, March of the Black Queen. Well, it's something of the Lion that was on the PSP version, and this is a remake of that one. Um, Reborn is supposed to take all those quality of life that a lot of people had issues with, make them better, or for anybody who's missed this game or series in general, um, it's a perfect time to come and revisit that. I am super happy this is getting a, uh, I guess, a remaster, or, you know, it's, I'm, I'm just glad it's coming back because, again, always a little glimmer of hope that, hey, man, how about a new tact, uh, a new Ogre Battle game, you know, how about a main storyline and i know there is a uh, there's a fan base for the, for that type of game um so i'm hoping i'm praying that this is the gateway to bring back Uber battle but i'll definitely and definitely be playing be i'll be playing this game hands down so you can expect me to buy the physical edition and all that the good stuff and really get into this one so maybe you'll get my thoughts on that when it comes out in i don't know when's it coming out oh november november 11th november I didn't have that down, but I'm glad you caught that. Yeah. So, so up next, Overwatch 2 this week announced that there is, or the Overwatch team announced that there's going to be no beta number three. Sad. Uh, which I guess for us as the players is kind of tough, but it seems like it would probably be the right call for the launch of the game. Uh, so that, you know, it doesn't completely, it, it doesn't derail all the hype going into the game. 
if that makes sense, you know, we'll, that means we'll be launching with a with a fresh character, something that we that nobody has had their hands on at all or seen. Uh, other people have their hands on if you end up not getting into the beta. Uh, so it's a tough uh, it's a tough pill to swallow, but I mean we're still excited and it's right around the corner. It'll be here before we know it. Yeah, for sure. Um, beginning of October. October what again? October 4th. October 4th, yeah. And when I saw this news, I was like, wow, that sucks. But again, um, it's just being patient. And uh, I get, and building up that hype, like Rico mentioned, right? Because I know we played the hell out of that beta, man. Like, we really, really did. And it got to the point where obviously, you know, with the feedback that they're going to um, they're gonna take in, hopefully we get a damn good launch. I'm praying for a good launch. Um, and just a little, a little side note, I think there was a... Um, a survey going around on on uh if you would pay 45 dollars for an overwatch skin and i sent rico that that to and i said the audacity of these people of course i would buy a 45 dollars <laughs> skin i was like what is it like, what, what does it look like you know what i mean i was so yeah. like, audacity that they wouldn't even ask um and it, it was funny because people i was looking at some of the comments and some of the tweets and people were like oh man i said like, i wouldn't buy that well, who's crazy enough to buy that i don't know what but everybody always finished it with unless it was you know going to like a charity like they did on the other one or unless it was always unless 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 and i'm thinking like unless okay, it's yeah. Mean. <laughs> yeah or unless it's yeah dude like pfft. You know, I would. Hey, you're gonna forty dollar diva skin. What do I sign, please? Yeah. So uh, I I did read a little bit more into that, and people did get different amounts in the emails that they receive. Some of them were like as low as like twelve, fifteen, and the highest one was forty five. So oh, right away, that. right away, everybody was outraged. Like, ah, oh, they're gonna charge us forty five. Like they're <laughs> testing us. Like here, this is where they get us. Like this is where <laughs> you they screw it, us, right? You want it. <laughs> That's yeah, but but because but because uh you know the game is uh, is going free to play um yeah, yeah. and they need to make their money somehow and they have talked about it a, a couple times where it's not supposed to be a game where you have everything. You know, it's it's diverse, it's growing, there's so many things to be able to get and I guess since we've had Overwatch 1 for so long and our I personally don't. I don't know how far, how close you are to completing uh, everything as far as like all the character skins, uh, taunts, uh, what do you call it? The intro videos, the highlight videos, everything sprays. Uh, but I know there's a lot of people that are super like hardcore with all that and want to have everything. Yes. So like if if you're if you're facing like a forty dollar skin every time something comes out, like can you imagine the people that are like that die hard uh yeah. i would be i would be pretty scared too <laughs> but uh yeah go and ahead they get they, they get to flex at least their 45 dollars skin you know what i mean <laughs> but no no don't you mention it and it was like that at one point man but you two realize like it ain't happening at least for me it wasn't um just because i don't buy loot boxes like and because all this, everything i've gotten has been just you know just playing the game playing the game playing the game and there's obviously people who are better than me who you know play the game more than me um but I, I i did put a lot of time into that game and even then i think i only have all the skins for two, maybe two characters maybe one of them being diva um because i went and just made sure i had all the skins and when the thing comes out just make sure i get whatever she has um but no there's a lot and there's a lot and it can get expensive especially if you don't play that if you don't play a lot and um an event comes rolls around and you want to get that certain skin for that character so you start buying loot boxes like oh yeah for real it, it, it would catch up for sure 
It's very, oh, at least uh, in Overwatch One, it was very doable, but it was a grind. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, let's see how it ends up being now that we're going away from the loot box system and going to a battle pass system and uh, what yeah. what other things we're going to be able to shop for in the store because they are going to have a store. In uh, sticking with Overwatch, the show the summer showdown qualifiers start this week. Uh, we've been off of Overwatch League for two weeks, uh, and it returns this week on Thursday. So. Uh, New meta, Junker Queen is going to come out uh, or be available to the Overwatch League players for the first time. So let's see what the top level guys are able to do with that crazy character. Uh, and Overwatch 2, actually, was it today that they announced the, the Overwatch 1 anniversary event is going to be starting on August 9th? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of the, one of these events that's just uh, a lot of skins come back, new iterations of skins. You get to pick up some skins maybe you missed at some point. So uh, if you're like me and Marcus and you are a completionist for your mains or for certain characters, uh, this is the time to log in and play. Uh, again, that's August 9th. That'll be on Tuesday. Uh, usually starts about about noon uh, Central Time. So then uh, the last thing I have for gaming is uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 multiplayer and Warzone 2 reveal is set for September 15th. Uh, You know, huge, uh, huge announcement. Call of Duty remains. Uh, I know people are some people are tired of it. Some people are just learning about it, you know, uh, because Call of Duty is just a staple of gaming. new game you hear modern warfare 2 that was personally my favorite game when i was coming up uh in the call of duty series so i'm excited to see uh what we get in terms of multiplayer uh we have seen some of the single player stuff already but i mean multiplayer is where it's at right when you play yeah. these kinds of games uh and then did you do a quick question did you decide to uh, uh did you decide whether you're gonna you're gonna get the next call of duty or you're gonna get the next uh, 2k both none I'm not sure. I'm leaning more towards Call of Duty at this point. Uh, you know, I love 2K, but we have such a toxic relationship to each other. Uh, you know, my my issue with 2K is that I love it, but it's I I also hate it. Uh, and my issue with Call of Duty is that I don't know, I don't know how long I'm gonna play it. Because I have oh, yeah, Pokemon, I have Pokemon coming uh, around that same time, and if I'm not mistaken, they won't come to me right now. But uh, I have some other games that I'm really looking forward to. Overwatch, Overwatch being around yeah. uh, around that time too, uh, you know, coming that I just don't know where I'm going to find the time. But I always do enjoy uh, Modern War, uh, not Modern Warfare, uh, Call of Duty. Uh, I'm I'm not a fan of the of their BR Warzone. Uh, at least part one, but we are going to get Warzone 2 reveal September 15th as well. And based on like rumors and little rumblings I've heard, it's supposed to be a lot more similar to Blackout from Black Ops 4, Call of Duty Black Ops 4. And that one I actually really liked a lot. So if that ends up being true, like, uh, you know, maybe I'll take a a dive. That'll be what gets me back into the BR uh, genre. Well, the good thing about Call of Duty overall is that it's a very easy game to just pick up and play. It really is. Yeah. Um, obviously on the multiplayer, uh, you know, as far as the guns and the way loadouts are concerned and stuff like that, you know, but ultimately again, we're always very easy to just pick up and play. No story involved, pick it up. You know, you're not a play a shooter. You're not a play a shooter. You're not a play them all. Right. Uh, well, not all of them, right. They require a little bit more technicality, but you know, call of duty is call of duty. Um, but it's always fun. And 
it has a fan, huge fan base for a reason, right? Um, but yeah, you mentioned what, what, what would you, what would you, or uh, Blackout, right? For some mm -hmm. reason, um, I agree. Uh, if, if it's going to be closer to Blackout, I remember Blackout being just a lot of fun. Uh, my little brother's a huge BR guy, and I know me, Rico, Daniel, is it me, Rico, Daniel, and Omar, right? Was it us four who mm -hmm. were on Blackout? Yeah, quite a bit? We, were the, we were the four. Yeah, we were the four always playing Blackout, and I'll never forget our, what was it, dude? Uh, and I always hyped this up. It was our five, we won five times in a row or something like that. Yeah, I think five. And it was always a big deal. And it was crazy the way it happened. Uh, the first one, the first two, I think we did it as a group. The third one, uh, Omar, uh, Rico and uh, Omar went out. So then me and Daniel were able to, to finish it out. And then the fourth one, which was epic. And that's when I, I remember, because um, these guys were just so nice about it. Me and Daniel were the first ones to die. As soon as we landed, we died. And uh, Rico and Omar were like, oh, no, Rico Rico was just like, oh, you know, let's kill ourselves, kill ourselves, get these guys back in. It's too early. I mean, they're like, nah, nah, man. It was a run, a three-game run. We're three, we're three-time, baby. I was like, right, three-game week. Y'all finish it out. These guys clutched it. Omar, again, just, you know, just clutched it. Uh, Rico clutched it. And we ended up winning that fourth one because those two guys from the get-go were playing squads. And it was awesome to see because me and Daniel were just hyped. And then the fifth one, I think we won again as a group. And I think we we, we finished off from there. But uh, that was one of my this one of my more fun BR experiences. The other one being PUBG where uh, I was healing and nobody let me heal in peace. <laughs> Rico knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm. Yeah, there's a, there's there, there's more to that story. We'll get into that some other time. Uh, so that's it for me for gaming. I don't know if there's anything else you wanted to throw out there or no. You, I, I just wanted to bring about the uh, tactics Ogre reborn. I want to talk about that's all. That's what I want to talk about. And and um, it's not it's, it's related to gaming, but not related to news we have. Uh, I think what was it? And I, I'm mentioning it because Ricky was talking about it yesterday. Uh, about Beyond Good and Evil 2, um, I think they just it was it was it was a piece of news that Andrew shared that they just hired they just hired a new position and Andrew says, "Man, this game has been in development for five years and they're just hiring people. This game's gonna come out. <laughs> this game's never gonna come out." Rick and Ricky's like, "There's hope. There's hope." Mm. So mm. yeah, soon. So uh, <laughs> I hope we get some sort of news on Beyond Good and Evil 2 just for Ricky's sake. Uh, so, cause we will be talking about that, you know, if it ever comes out, but funny little st gaming story for yesterday for you guys. So, uh, just wanted to share that with you, with you all. So then we transition to TV and movies. Uh, now the first two are just, uh, some things that have recently come out. Uh, one by the name of 13 lives is out now on Amazon. Uh, I've seen this one and I've been telling everybody, I, I think we've talked I mean, about it. I, Anybody I think, who would listen. <laughs> yeah, I think I've talked to I think we talked about it uh like a week or two ago that I was excited for this. Uh if you're not familiar with it, it is a story, a real life story. Uh happened, I think, about four or five years ago. Uh a Thailand football team, which we're in the US, uh this football is different here. Over there, football, we would call it soccer, uh blasphemous, I know. But uh a Thailand <laughs> football team a.k.a. soccer, uh, goes to explore a cave, like a little tourist attraction there in their town. Well, wouldn't you know it that a monsoon hits and they get trapped in there? So it's the story about how that whole story plays out. Very gripping, very emotional. Uh, so far, I've recommended it to my sister, my mom, uh, Marcus, my other friend, our other friend Brown Yeti, a.k.a. Cornelio, uh, and our group chat of all the guys. Uh, so far, I'm two for two in that the movie leaves you exhausted. Uh, 
because you just don't it just toys with your emotions uh and i'm waiting for marcus to watch it i i know he's been really busy over the last couple of days but when he does get to it i know he's not going to be disappointed yeah. uh and it just blows your mind because it's a true story it's 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 wild uh and sticking with stuff that just recently came out too uh sandman is not out now on netflix I know this one had a lot of hype, uh, particularly when we did do our our little coverage of like the Netflix uh, week where they were announcing things. And that was kind of like one of the things that was uh, front and center and they were hyping and talking about. Uh, I haven't gotten a chance to check that out because, you know, 13 Lives just left me like just emotionally <laughs> exhausted. Yeah. So um, I'll be I'll probably be starting that either tonight or tomorrow. Uh, see what uh, the big deal is there. I know, uh, Mark, is you, I know last time we talked about it, you said that it's based on something, right? Yes. Uh, it's based on Neil Gaiman's, um, one of his works, if not his most well-known work, um, The Sandman. Uh, it was actually a graphic novel first, if I remember correctly, or a comic book. And it just obviously blew up and it got super, super popular. It's published, it was published by DC Comics, um, but yeah, I, it is one of his most famous famous works, and Neil Gaiman, his stuff is actually pretty good. Um, and what is it? More gothic, dark uh, type type of stories. Um, I have read the Graveyard Book. I have read some of his other novels um, and his poems. He does have a couple of poems. Um, but you know, yeah, it, the Sandman is based on a comic book. It's probably something you should check out, um, especially if it stays true to that. Uh, again, if you're familiar with the Sandman, you know, legend, it kind of revolves around that. Obviously, with a new game and sp spin to it. So, something to check out. I know I'll be checking it out soon. Uh, one other thing I just remembered, uh, also uh, released on Friday, was Prey. It uh, has to do with the Alien Predator series, uh, and it's supposed to be pretty good. Uh, from what I'm hearing, uh, my brother-in-law mentioned it to me today, and I had forgotten that it was coming out just because I was excited for these other two things. 13 Lives happened to me, and I just, everything went blank. So, uh, check out any of those three, uh, and let us know what you think. Uh, now a fun one. Slam Ball. If you remember this from yeah. uh, our childhood, it's coming back next summer. Confirmed by Mason Gordon, the creator. On TMZ, uh, he says that it, I, I remember watching the clip and he said something that nowadays people have a hard time, like getting invested in like three hour, four hour games and sporting events. So he thought that uh, it's a perfect time to bring back Slam Ball, something that people could watch for 30 minutes. You know, it has a fun aspect to it. If you're not familiar with it, it's basically basketball, but with trampolines. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's very arcadey. Uh, and there's been a lot of like hashtag bring back slam ball across, uh, across the years. And he says like, now is the perfect time. So it's going to be fun to check it out, see how it goes. Uh, hopefully it does well. Uh, so I thought that was a, a fun one. Uh, now one that's a little bit maybe crazy that uh, I don't, I don't know if you've ever heard of it. I know of it because of my grandmother. But uh, the show Days of Our Lives, which is a, a opera. soap opera, or as our people call it, a novela, a novela. soap opera for, for Spanish, uh, is moving from NBC to Peacock. And this is going to end its 57-year run on cable television. That's, that's crazy. What was the reasoning behind all that? 
I don't know why, but for something that's been going that long, like that's o- that's older than you and I. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. That's that. That's a. I guess you would call it a staple to NBC, especially a staple to you know people who enjoy um, soap operas. My mom used to watch The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful growing up, and I always remember like, man, I was like, how long have you been watching this? Oh, for years. I said, Jesus, why? <laughs> Yeah, uh, when I read this, I'm like, what? Like, you know, and uh, with all these streaming services like popping up, we will get into another uh, little tidbit about streaming services later. But, uh, you know, is it uh, is it just eventually going to kill TV? Is everyone just are we just going to end up having to pay like for all these different things separately? And 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 it was funny. I actually started thinking about that when you were talking. When you had sent the article about the uh, the next thing we're probably gonna talk about, right? You just mentioned mm-hmm. it, the HBO merger um, thing went on. I said, man, all these mergers, all these people acquiring somebody, somebody's acquiring somebody, all these services, and you know, it just happened. You know, not just happened, but you know, for someone like Sony who probably owns all these properties, merge Funimation, Crunchyroll, all these things. But at what point it's like, okay, should you just go back to cable because everything is all, all obviously going to turn into a subscription. You're going to have to pay for everything. I'm not really sure how to answer that. I guess kind of suggesting the direction that everybody goes and what pops and what doesn't. Because right now you're going to have what Peacock, Hulu, Netflix, HBO Max, Apple TV. Um, what else? I have like, I have my Crunchyroll account. Yeah. Um, like you, you have, you're going to be paying for about eight or nine different, services that probably cost anywhere between eight dollars to fifteen dollars and that's that's almost more than a hundred bucks man like shoot at what point does it change yeah and i mean at what point does uh you know one of the one of the reasons a lot of people have pushed away from cable is because it's so expensive so what happens when you and you you're gonna end up paying the same thing but you have to choose like you know 15 bucks here 20 bucks there 30 bucks here uh you know, so, I mean, let's see. Uh, I, I thought this was a big deal. I'm not familiar with the show, but just with the tenure of it on TV and now it moving to Peacock, you know. Uh, yeah, that, that, that we, we might have a, a we, we might have an influx of boomers on Peacock. <laughs> which, I, which, I, which I guess that's why they're doing it, right? Um, uh, I don't know if cable ever be phased out. I'm not sure the logistics behind it or, or anything like that. I know maybe one of our friends has more knowledge on that, but that's just, just, that's just intense to, to kind of... I feel I f- I feel like the last thing, the last thing that keeping it all alive is probably sports, right? Like once yeah. if sports like NFL, NBA, MLB, soccer, like wherever to kind of just either consolidate and start their own thing or like do their own thing individually, like it would just be a matter of time till like cable's gone. Yeah, I would like, think. Like I don't use cable for for games i watch i watch the thursday football games on uh on amazon prime i watch the sunday games on the abc app or the cbs app or is the nfl network app i watch basketball games on tnt the abc app like i use all the apps to watch these things um and some of them do require cable and hey you know find somebody who pays for cable and kind of go through like that you know and share it yeah yeah my mom my mom uh my mom pays for cable or you know my mom's boyfriend pays for cable and Hey man, help us out, and he does, and we watch, we watch sports, man. Like it's that simple. Yeah, uh, it's the same thing for me. The only things I watch on cable still are the news, which I can watch elsewhere if I want to. But I have cable, so I just watch it there, and then sports. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, 
so to me, like really, it's just sports kind of just uh, keeping it going. Yeah, I agree, man. It's 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 gonna be interesting to see what direction this goes uh, goes into. Yeah. So uh, hopping over to some Star Wars news, we got the Andor trailer, uh, which is out on YouTube. You can find it. Just search up uh, Andor. Uh, and the show, we did get an announcement that the show is delayed a little bit uh, to September 21st. Uh, did you get to check out this trailer, Marcus? I have not checked out the trailer. Yeah, it's pre- it looks pretty good. I'm, I won't say much else other than like, it looks good. Uh, potential, a lot of potential. Uh, so then Moon Knight season two entitled The, Mid- the Midnight Mission uh, was revealed and is going to be 12 episodes. I myself... Have heard a lot of good things about Moon Knight, but I still haven't seen it. Shame on me. I'm a I'm a big uh, Oscar Isaac uh, fan, so uh, you know it's on my list, and I need to get to it. You checked it out, Marcus? Moon Knight. I've actually seen the first episode, and uh, that's because we were talking about it the other day, uh, uh, my girlfriend and I. That you know we saw WandaVision, loved it, but we just haven't gone around to and and. They're not very long. They're not big commitments. They're actually very short. Um, eight episodes, seven episodes, something like that. And you're talking maybe less, 45 minutes or less. And you can you can knock them all out in a week, two weeks and stuff like that. But um, we just haven't really gone, gone around to actually checking them out. But we probably will eventually. Like, we're, we're, we're going to. We're, um, we like, we love Marvel. We're big Marvel heads and stuff like that. Um, she started reading the comic book, the Spider-Man first comic book from the, which is a first appearance, or not a first appearance, the first series that he came out in, the, the Amazing Spider-Man that came out in 1960. So, um, yeah, man, things are here and there. It's just a matter of picking them up. Yeah, I usually do a good job, too, of keeping up with them, but I'm behind on this one, and I haven't seen Miss Marvel either. So uh, I'll need to get to that here soon. So up next, uh, Patton Oswald, the actor, uh, has said that Eternals 2 is in development. Uh I don't. I, I don't think you. Wait, did you see this one already? I've seen it. Oh, what, Eternals. Eternals. No. No. So, uh, I mean, it was a kind of a mixed movie. Uh, it did. It did introduce a lot of things, uh, characters, uh, concepts to the MCU, uh, and uh, I actually enjoyed it myself for what it was, and uh, you know, another movie's on the way. So uh, let's see what, what we get. Uh, Alison Brie, a act, uh, famous actress, has hinted uh, that there may be a community movie on the way. She says that, uh, if I remember her comments correctly, she says that they're having serious talks about this movie. I know a friend of ours that we mention all the time. Uh, we've name dropped him a couple times this episode already. Andrew is also a huge community fan. If I'm not mistaken, so is Ricky. Yeah, uh, I believe so. So, uh, I'm super excited. I was super excited to read this. And, uh, if it happens, I know we'll all three be very happy and, uh, you know, let's see, let's see, uh, hopefully it happens. I don't want to say anything more cause I don't want to jinx it. <laughs> uh, so stranger things is, uh, officially being written. It was announced by way of Twitter. They posted a picture of a whiteboard and they just said like, it's begun. So it's being written. Let's see what we get. I'm sure they already have stuff in mind, but uh, they're putting it together. What is it? Not next year, but the year after? Yeah, I believe so. 2024 20, is what they said. 2024. Yeah. So here's one for Marcus and I, because for sure we're going to be watching all these movies in the dark. 
the Exorcist trilogy <laughs> reboot has been casted. So, I mean, yeah. we, are right. we down or? I, I don't know, man. I, I've seen the original a long time ago. was scared, obviously, because um, the, the main main character looks creepy as hell. Um, but I didn't know Leslie Odom Jr. was going to be in this one. Is, isn't he the guy from, from Hamilton? The singer? Uh, I'm, I'm not sure. Pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Leslie Odom Jr.? I thought he is. I think he is. I'm not, I'm not sure, but if he's in the Exorcist reboot trilogy, that'd be something to see. And a, and a trilogy at that, man. Yeah, a trilogy. So we're going to watch him three times, all in the dark, uh, <laughs> yeah, for right. full immersion because we both love scary movies and we're not scared of nothing, right? At, at, at 3 a.m. in the morning, right? Is it called 3 a.m. the devil's hour or something like that? That's yeah. th- Dude, there you go, bro. I'm glad you have that <laughs> commitment, bro. So proud of you. Yeah, right. He gets a new mic and whoo, they're huge. They're hanging. They're heavy, bro. They're hanging low. <laughs> Not me, dude. Yeah, right. I, I, I don't even know if I would see the exorcist at 12 noon with all the lights on, man. I probably still wouldn't see that damn movie. That's good. scary, man. It's a, it's a scary movie. <laughs> so uh, Netflix, I think we mentioned this in the past. Uh, but Netflix is teaming up with the Immersive Game Box. They are bringing a Squid Games IRL in real life slash virtual experience to nine different cities. Uh, we touched on that they were going to try to do some Squid Game experience where you got to play games and stuff like that. I'm, I'm guessing this is what that is. Uh, unless they're unless they're going to take it further with something else. Uh, but I mean, the Squid Games phenomenon was huge. Uh, we're waiting for another season. Uh, so any of those people still all about that or new fans or whatever, you know, check this out. Uh, look it up. Uh, if you're not able to make it to one of these places in person, check out the virtual experience. Uh, Joker 2. Let's see. I'm probably going to butcher this, but fo- I know it's supposed to be French, right? Yes. Uh, do you know how to say the title? Uh, oh, you're gonna force me to to butcher this. I want you to butcher it first. I think I I would think it's a foleadu foleadu. Right? Uh, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Foleadu. Okay. Uh, you know, like you know, because I know French. Uh, yeah, because we're French. Ish. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I used, I play Widowmaker every now and then on Overwatch, so I know what I'm talking about. Uh, so foleadu will release October fourth, twenty twenty three. Uh supposed to take place largely in Arkham Asylum. There is a teaser yeah, out now like and that. it is confirmed that we are going to get uh Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn. And it also confirmed that it's going to be a musical. Yes. But that there's a reason it's going to be a musical. I thought that that he said it makes sense and I thought that was super interesting. I'm super hyped and pumped. Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn in a Joker movie in a musical in Arkham Asylum. You can't you can't make this stuff up, man. So it's going to be interesting. Super interesting to see. Yeah, I'm excited. We'll I, I, yeah, know we'll I know we'll Rico's see. not a big musical guy, and and I know Rico's kind of like, huh, at the beginning, but hey, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. I really love the Joker, though. So if there's that's anything gonna that's trump. gonna, the, the, yeah. if there's anything that's gonna like get that's me like to give your... it a chance and be open minded, like it'll be that. It's gonna be this. Like you're gonna watch it. Like you're you're not not gonna watch Joker. Like you're not. I don't give a shit if the world is ending. Joker's <laughs> in it. You're gonna watch it. Uh, so up next, another uh, little funny one. Uh, Garfield, starring Chris Pratt, is going to be releasing on February 16, 
2024. Is there anything Chris Pratt doesn't do? He's Garfield. He's going to be Mario. Yeah. Did that mention? It wasn't it on, on a previous podcast where I was like, man, this guy and everything, like this guy's just voicing everything. It's in everything. Chris Pratt's just, I don't know, man. Like Garfield, like is he that talented to come with to have the, the, like the many different voices? I I mean I don't know. Like I could see the the humor, but like Garfield also always like to me at least when I watch has like more of a like a melancholy vibe. Like he's very, very lazy, yeah, very lasagna. Lazy. Like you know. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see like what, uh, what, what he pulls out. You know, I mean, we're still, we're still waiting too to see what kind of Mario he's going to be. So, I mean, they're casting this guy for a reason. Uh, obviously like history tells us like humor that there's going to be some kind of humor aspect to the character or he'll bring that. But I mean, I guess it's kind of just a wait and see kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And Garfield's pretty iconic right he's, he's up there people would recognize the fat orange cat lazy cat as garfield and stuff like that obviously it's not as popular now as he was growing up and stuff like that so i would hope he would do a damn good job to kind of you know bring garfield back to what to you know to you know up there right when as when we were children because he had his own he had a, he had his own tv show and the cartoon show and movies and and memorabilia and all kinds of stuff. So that's that's cool to see. I like the fact that it's, that they're, you know we're getting a Garfield movie, but just and I don't dislike the fact that it's Chris Pratt. I just I dislike that it's a Chris Pratt's in everything. Yeah, it just we haven't we have yet to see one of these like off roles where so it's kind of like every like they keep getting announced. I guess it has to be for a reason, right? That he keeps yeah, getting he, these roles because, like you said, Garfield at one point was huge. You know, it was to the point where it was like, are you team Garfield or are you team Odie? Which is like the dog that is yeah. like kind of his, like the, the other animal in his household. Uh, so, you know, like you mentioned, like hopefully it's good. It brings it back into uh, relevancy, uh, creates new fans. Maybe they uh, are able to sell some of their older stuff uh, and just bring more fans to the fan base because... Right. Like there has to be people out there that are hardcore Garfielders. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so, uh, we just hope that, it, that he nails it and he surprises us all and shuts us all up. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. It just, it, it keeps happening where it's like, what Mario? And then now what Garfield too? Uh, so the jury's out. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Okay. So we talked about, uh, earlier about streaming services and, uh, we alluded to something that uh, the comments that Marcus made about like, oh, wow, what's happening here? Uh, HBO Max and Discovery Plus are merging. So this means uh, I think Discovery is, uh, are they under Warner Brothers or are they so. with Warner Brothers? I think it, I think they're owned by Warner Brothers. So this is essentially a lot of the Warner Brothers stuff was already on HBO Max. So they're just going to kind of add in uh all these other things, they're going to kind of make themselves into like a big player, uh, including things like, you know, everything that's already on HBO uh, with Wonder Brother coming over. It's going to have all the Discovery stuff. They're going to continue to have the franchises like uh, under Wonder Brothers, like Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Uh, they're going to bring in some new stuff like CNN um, and just a bunch of stuff that's under the, the Wonder Brothers. Uh, let's see. The Wonder, the Wonder Brothers umbrella, some popular things like Friends, Big Bang, Big Bang Theory, Sex in the City, you know, uh, stuff that has its big fan base. Oh, another one I forgot to mention, Harry Potter. Harry Potter's going to be on uh, with this. Mm. Uh, 
So let's see what's going to end up happening here. Uh, if it is like going towards that, uh, I guess new era that, uh, we alluded to where like, is cable dying? Like officially, uh, what do you think about this Marcus? Do you think this is just, yeah, uh, that's uh, what I'm saying, man. I just, I can't even, I don't even know where to start just because if things like this are just coming together, merging, being, becoming these bigger things, I would think it'd be kind of okay because that's one less service that you have to, I guess, worry about or subscribe to. Um, like, let's say, for example, uh, for, the, for for whatever reason, uh, what kind of how I kind of mentioned earlier, right? How Funimation Crunchyroll became one that all anime thing. Uh, let's say, for another example, if Apple TV decided to go hand in hand with, you know, let's say Peacock for whatever reason. Um, just say, hey, man, we're going to go with Apple. We're going to become this big old thing. You can, you can, pay, you can pay for one service um, for a thing. So, But at one point, does it become everybody's going to just keep going and doing this and doing this? Thing? And like you had mentioned, right, when it came to sports, well, let's say the NFL decide, hey, man, you want to watch sports? We're taking it off everything. You can only watch it on our app, but pay us a fee. So it's kind of like, hey, or, you know, maybe we'll join HBO Max, Discovery Plus, and we will, you know, be on there. So it's just, there's a kind of, there's a kind of lot of, there's a lot of routes that this whole thing can kind of spiral into and go into. Um, but for one, I don't see it as a bad thing, again, just because in this case, in this particular case, HBO Max, Discovery Plus, um, you do have a combination of the two. And you do get more content, hopefully, for not that much more expensive. Uh, so I don't see it as a bad move yet. I'm just kind of curious as to if everybody's going to kind of go down this hole and cable is just going to be irrelevant at this point. Because I kind of mentioned earlier with um, a big soap opera just going to Peacock, you know, and just ditching live TV, which is crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah, what what I could see happening with something like the NFL, you know, because they're they're a huge cash cow. Uh, one of the bigger uh, streaming services that's maybe uh, not one of the most popular, something that's still not up there, like Netflix and Hulu, Apple TV, for example, mm. is Apple is worth a lot of money. They they have a lot of money. So oh, yeah. what what if what if Apple were to offer the NFL like, hey, pull all your stuff from cable, we'll pay you. And by having your football games on our app exclusively, you, like we're going to sell like Apple TV is going to sell like crazy. Yeah. And I would I would sign up. Hey, I, I, I'm going to watch football. I want to watch basketball for another app. If it can combine with somebody else, I would. And I don't own Apple TV. That's why I'm using myself as an example. Yeah, so like that's that 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 uh, does it all right there, and they can sign short term contracts and kind of play the the NFL would be able to play like all the streaming services off each other and see like who's gonna pay out, right? Yeah. Uh, so I mean, let's see if that's where we end up going. It feels like it, right? But I mean, we'll see. The NFL is, is its own monster, so yeah, these are all these are all major monsters kind of just competing. So when you have two monsters who kind of go together it's always it's always a huge big deal when it comes to these mergers because you have these two conglomerates that just wow you know they're, they're they're joining forces and that's that's intense you know when you have these these just two giants you know just coming together man so we'll see what happens so in sticking with the wb slash discovery uh i talked about how uh one of the things that they own is the batman universe wonder woman 
uh, Superman Justice League period. Um, the CEO has said that they are going to do a full reset on their universe. Uh, he says that what he is envisioning now and what their team is envisioning now is instead of going like a mo on a movie per movie basis, they're going to be looking towards like a 10 year plan. And he mentions that it's going to look like something like the things that they're doing over at Disney, which if you're not familiar with Disney is the one are the ones that uh, own and run the MCU, the Marvel cinematic universe. And it's pretty like under like pretty widely regarded that their universe is way a lot doing a lot better than what we see over on the DC side. So, uh, you know, in terms of just story, movie quality, planning, long-term stuff. Uh, so I personally love, my favorite hero is Batman. So. I mean, it's more um, Batman for, for Rico. <laughs> yeah, it, it means more Batman. It, it doesn't just mean more Batman, but hopefully it means better Batman. And better, I guess Wonder Woman has probably been the the, the movies that have been better. Uh, hopefully it means better Batman, better Justice League, better Superman, better Wonder Woman, better Aquaman, uh, um, you know, this, this and, is, and, and all those things. This is going to completely like, they're completely full-blown reset, right? That's what, that's what I'm understanding, right? Yeah. So like, it, to me, to me, I understood it as like in terms of direction, not like they're just going to like nix the movies they've made. They're just going to. Be like be instead of just making these movies, they're going to be going towards a goal. So how? I mean, you kind of undo. You, you, this doesn't undo the damage. I, I I wouldn't even call it damage, but this is undo some of the some of the problems that the DCS suffered in the past. Anyways, like what's why all of a sudden give what's already been out there uh, a reset, continue with the same stuff, but now you're going to go to an ultimate goal. You know what I mean? Like how does that? I don't understand how that makes sense. The only the only way that I could see it happening is for me, one of the things that 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 hurts their movies is the speed at which they go. Uh, Justice League introduces you to characters in The Flash in Cyborg. Uh, we had already seen Aquaman by that time. We had already seen Wonder Woman. Uh, we had already seen uh, Superman. And actually, we hadn't really seen too much of Superman because it wasn't that. Well, no, Henry Cavill did get his own movie, right? Yeah, we had seen yes. Superman. Batman was introduced. Ba yeah, Batman was introduced by way of by way of uh, Batman versus Superman rather than his own movie. Uh, we did get Wonder Woman also introduced, I think, in Batman versus Superman. She ended up, yes, getting her own movie eventually. But like something like Justice League, where they kind of throw all these characters together, two in particular, without really having a backstory. Like it's hard to have like an investment in those characters. Mm. And I think I think that's what they're missing, where they're missing uh, with the fan base, you know, uh, why should I care about these movies if they're so fast? And like me, I understood a lot of what was going on because I know a lot about Batman and I've watched a lot of uh, the shows and cartoons and read some things about like all these things. I knew who's, I knew who the bad guy was. I knew who the ultimate bad guy was. And it did improve when we got like the, what was it called? The Snyder cut. 
but at the cost of it being a four hour movie now realistically like how many people really want to invest that kind of time in a movie it's uh it's not like a series where you're gonna like have cuts it was cut that way where it's like sections but i it just uh it, it was weird it was just it's just odd and the only thing i can see them is kind of just uh resetting and kind of starting everything again hopefully it means batman gets his own movie uh I don't know what's going to happen with the flash being that there's like some controversy with the actor for that character. I believe his movie is still coming out just because it was too far along for them to like do anything. Uh, but, uh, cyborg two, you know, let's see if he ends up being in that movie or getting something on his own, either a show movie. Uh, we also have Aquaman on the horizon. Uh, just got announced that we are going to be getting Affleck back as Batman in that movie. So maybe like, yes, we're finally going to get to see a little bit more of Batman and Bruce Wayne. Uh, but yeah, it's, it, it, it's, it, it's going to be there. They're, they have a quite like a hill to climb and they have a lot to make up for in terms of like how the fans feel about these movies. Mm -hmm. And uh, I can't really, I, I can't really come up with anything else other than they just need to slow down and get us to care about these characters. Of course, along the lines, like you want to see like some of those, iconic villains and stuff like that but uh don't d give us give us like a journey and don't just throw together like something just yeah. because because superheroes are popular you know yeah uh, i'm i'm very curious to see what what direction this all ends up going um because i've seen I, I haven't seen all the dc films but i've seen a good chunk of them um i know but like like you said like in my case like you know, Justice League. I still haven't seen Justice League, but I didn't care enough about any, everybody else to even want to go see it. You know what I mean? Like, it was just something that, like, oh, okay, you know, it's there. Uh, people hated it, you know, not hated it, right, but it had mixed reviews. People had their opinions on it. It's kind of like, it's tough. I'm going to sit there for, you know, almost three hours to see a movie uh, that people are very critical of. And I guess be more, I guess the vocal majority, vocal minority, whomever it is, um, speak up louder because they're, going to be very critical about a superhero movie because people love superheroes right yeah so we'll see we'll see I'm, I'm very very curious to see in what direction this goes into yeah and it's it's a shame like because uh justice league w had so many great moments and so many little easter eggs and and stuff like that but uh in terms of the story just being like concise and the investment uh with characters it just wasn't there so mm. th that's where they need to start so uh, in sticking with Warner Brothers, uh, they are. Con it, it seems that uh, going around is the rumor that they are considering pushing Shazam and Aquaman. Uh, I'm not sure why, but being that they're talking about a reset of some sort, I don't know if this is part of that or uh, why this is that they're looking to push these movies. Both, uh, I haven't seen Shazam yet, but I did see the first Aquaman and I thought it was amazing. Uh, sure. Shazam was really I loved I enjoyed I Shazam a lot that's, dude. It was that's a good what one. I hear too um, that, but that's strange though I, I wonder if Shazam I, I'm i curious if Shazam has anything to do with Black Adam because it's even been said that Black Adam because I'm, I'm actually going to watch Black Adam I, I love Shazam I'm going to watch Black Adam I, I, I enjoy that little universe there between the two but it's been said that it's going to be a while before Black Adam Shazam meet up because they're, they're each other's arch enemy you know what I mean so 
Um, I'm not sure. Maybe it has something to do with that. Uh, the whole Black Adam was to arch line. It's not going to, in my case, Aquaman Lost Kingdom, I can blatantly tell you, you know, all the bad publicity that Aquaman is getting. So I, I think Warner Brothers has no, I guess, no choice but to push this back because um, it, 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 despite what people may think, there is going to be some bad There was a lot of bad publicity that came out of Amber Heard and Johnny Depp and stuff like that. And, you know, Amber Heard just being associated with that movie to a T. And then all these reports, oh, you know, and this was amidst the trial where her, her time was to have rumored to get cut. Oh, now she's only in 30 minutes. Now it's 10 minutes. Now she's not in the movie at all. The damage has been done. And the fact that, you know, and I want to say this was actually one of the things that the internet was real crazy about how Warner Brothers was very quick to get rid of Johnny Depp, but they kept Amber Heard and, and they still kept her amidst all the, you know, all the stuff that, uh, you know, all the news that came out during the trial. And we, again, nobody was a saint. We are not saying anything like that, but that there, it was a mutual thing. But obviously, you know, they had both of them on contract, but it literally looked like they sided with the one who, again, you know, pled or not pled, right, but the one who looked more guilty, which is which is weird. So I'm curious if Aquaman and Last Kingdom is going to be pushed back because it is still getting that negative publicity. Anytime Aquaman and Last Kingdom is mentioned, you're going to see people talk about they're not going to go watch it because of Amber Heard. And the Internet's a very, very powerful thing, and Aquaman and Warner Brothers is not going to take down the Internet. So interesting to see. Yeah. I'm curious if that has anything to do with it. Yeah, uh, I was thinking along those lines, too. I wonder if they're going to try and do edits or if they're going to reshoot or if it's for some other reason, maybe this reset that they're talking about. And, uh, you know, I, I actually really enjoyed the first movie. Uh, I will be watching the second one. Uh, I'm a big fan of Jason Momoa. And now that they're saying that Batman is going to be in it, too, like, it's a shame, but uh, it is going to get... Uh, a lot of uh, there's going to be a lot of people protesting it and not wanting to see it just because see, you know a con there's a controversial mind. person in there. I I did see again again uh, you know you, and I totally forgot you're right. Ben Affleck is going to be reprised as well as Batman in that film. And again, you you start seeing, and again, it may not be a huge, huge amount, but you see people, oh, that's not going to undo the damage, or oh, um, this is just so that way they can you know have a, be shown in a better light because of Amber. Like like for some crazy reason. Not for some crazy reason, but for, you know, her name is going to be dragged regardless of whatever that movie does. They can bring in, you know, the greatest actor, but it's, oh, you know, they're just trying to um, uh, mitigate the damage that Amber Heard brought to this film because of what she did and stuff like that. So I'm kind of like, damn, dude. Honestly, it could be the best superhero movie ever, dude. And nah. Nah. Oh, Amber Heard was in it. Nah. Well, maybe if the review. So it's just, it's funny. Again, as you know, at least how, initially, like, it's just going to, it's going to be, it's going to be a rough. Yeah, we're and and if it if it just surpasses what people's expectations, then maybe, you know, people will go and watch it. But until then, it's gonna have to, you know, mitigate the damage that has been done. Yeah. So uh, last thing I have here for TV and movies is uh, Constantine. The series is said to be on solid ground and moving along. Did they uh, say this is on, on HBO Max? series it's live they, action by the way yeah did they say who's gonna be uh reprise the role i mean not reprise who's gonna come back i said reprise i'm thinking of keanu reeves and the movie constantine um uh, they say who was gonna be casted there there is a rumor that of, of who the actor is gonna be the reports are that it's going to be actor sope derisu i i don't know who is. maybe if i look him up i can see 
but I'm not. I I don't think it's been confirmed. I have no idea who that is either. Uh, but yeah, I guess it's just something that we have to keep our eyes on. Uh, I haven't seen the Constantine movie in oh man, in years. I was, yeah, I was a big fan. And I, yeah, I remember, I remember enjoying it a lot. If I watched it now, um, it would probably be like a first watch of me. I just remember the kind of the ending sequence with it, where he's in the pool, he's bloody. There's you know something in the sky raining down. Real intense stuff, man. But I actually remember enjoying it a lot, you know. But I remember loving Spawn a lot, and I actually rewatched Spawn recently. And man, that movie is bad. <laughs> the one with uh, John Leguizamo as the clown, and uh, I forgot his Michael name. J. Michael J. White. Yeah, Michael J. White as the spawn. I was like, oh my God, this does not hold up at all, dude. It was terrible, man. Terrible. <laughs> so that's pretty it, funny. Isn't isn't there uh, rumors of a new spawn too? Yes, yes, there is. I I have I didn't put anything about it because uh well, no, it, it's it, not confirmed or anything like that, but it's been teased. Uh, I think I've seen like concepts and stuff like that. Yeah, it's been talked about for a while. Uh well, I mean at least at least the rumor, the, the spawn reboot film has been talked about for a while that's been development for several years that it's supposed to be, you know, straight from the source. I don't know. Uh, but until something's concrete, you know, I, I wouldn't really kind of get into it, but yeah, that, there's been a lot of rumors about the, uh, the spawn reboot. So it's gonna be fun to see hopefully if they have a new one. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that's it for the news. Uh, anything else you wanted to touch on maybe, or. No, I, I, I have nothing else. I, I think we, kind of did a lot of it. We, we knew it was going to be a big news or a lot of, a lot of news to be covered and stuff like that. Um, but no, I'm set. Yeah. The, you know, I just had uh, something in case we needed a, a little discussion and it was just a question that's been on my mind because it seems like it's going around, uh, particularly like in the gaming community is, uh, what, where, where do you think we're at right now? Like you're the state of gaming at the moment. It seems like, there's not too much uh, out and we still have things that are like quite a bit away. So people are either trying new things that they've never tried before, uh, new types of games, uh, going back to their backlog, uh, going back to their old doves, me, Pokemon. Uh, what, what do you think right now? Like, what what is what is your go to like right now? What are you playing? What are you are are you doing something else like watching stuff instead? Uh, Usually around this time, and it it always happens every year, right? There's always that those couple of months where there's a drought of gaming, at least, right? Uh, where you're, there's nothing really coming out. There's maybe a release here and there, but nothing too too. Um, too far off and it's usually around this time right during the summer uh, because you'll get your your games announced for the fall you'll get them holiday season and then you'll get your your games more, roughly till about april ish so may june july august you're probably not going to get much out of out of those months maybe sometimes even september but october november december january february march you, that's where you get a lot of the big uh, the big AAA titles and a lot of the big games that kind of come out. Well, again, once in a while, you know, May hits around June. Uh, but again, as far as the number of games that come out those months, nothing really. During this time, personally, I usually go back and either replay a game or hit up my backlog. It depends whichever one kind of comes up first. And like, I don't replay a game just because and the weird thing is like the last game i replayed was well fire emblem actually i'm replaying fire emblem right now that is what i did on my um 
on my break here, I'm replaying three houses. Um, and I'm getting into it. I'm almost done with the first ride again. I'm doing all the routes, doing all the routes again and so forth. Uh, but why? Again, I don't know what made me go back and do it, but I did. I don't know if maybe Three Hopes had something to do with it, which would be the um, hack and slash title of Fire Emblem. It's almost like the sequel. Um, so I did go back and replay that game. Uh, we also had Overwatch a while back. I know we were excited about that. Once in a while, again, usually my backlog, which I did take out Ratchet and Clank. I, that's the game I just beat. And I'm actually playing, uh, again, a game of my backlog, God of War. I did start that game. I know Andrew's been telling me to play, and it's a short game. And he says, oh, it's great, whatever. And it's a 15-hour game, something short. I didn't want to have a too big commitment. Uh, so, again, that's another game in my backlog that I'm going to take out. Um and that's the thing with your backlog. And my backlog especially, I have, man, almost, I can probably count, man, for sure at least 50 games in my backlog that I try to knock out. Uh, but it does get rough and it does become consuming, time-consuming, especially games that you promise you're going to play. I have forgotten about Mass Effect, don't worry. Um, but it's just tough, for sure. Uh, but right now, Three Houses is when I'm playing on my Switch. I'm playing God of War on my PlayStation. On my Xbox currently right now, I'm not playing anything. And it's usually funny because I always have a, I'm always playing a game on every single system. Like always. Like it's it's not a it's not a it's not a it's not a crazy thing, but it's what I do. Um as far as watching anything, usually this happens and the way it works for me when it comes to anime, once in a while I'll watch weekly and it really it just I don't like watching stuff week to week because it drives me crazy i like mm -hmm. to binge watch stuff so like the summer season just came out i wait i wait till about 10 10 episodes 11 episodes even to where it's almost done and then i just go and watch them a lot of the times what i do is i wait and i watch last season stuff which is what i'm currently doing right now where i watch a couple of those things um and then some of the newer stuff that's come out i'll check out the first two episodes three episodes and by then, I like it, I don't, I'll add it to my list, I won't. Um, but right now, again, I just, like I said, I just started One Piece uh, a while back. I'm in episode 40-something, 40 40-something. 40 um, I'm watching yeah. two other ones. So again, Toilet Hanako came out, what, two two years ago? I'm barely checking that out. And it's, it's always been on my list, and I'm already almost done, again, just because I could binge watch it. Uh, the other one was one of the ones with the opening. I might forget, Snow, Snowdrops, Snowflake. Um, and snowdrops in the snow or something like that. It's someone on instruments. Um, and again, and anime is a lot easier. So it's a, it's to me, it's a easier commitment just because it's, it's in 20 minute intervals that you're kind of watching these things rather than when you're gaming, you know, it's hour, two hours and so forth. Um, but no, that's essentially what times like this, when it comes to uh, drought, that's what I do. A replay or backlog. And I probably do both simultaneously on different systems. <laughs> So that's, that's me personally. What about yourself? Yeah. Um, for me, uh, it, it just depends on what's going on. Uh, I'm taking advantage and getting a little back into Pokemon Unite. I've been playing it. Uh, I play a, a, a couple times a day, maybe a couple matches a day. Uh, and I've been going back and like I mentioned at the top of the show, uh, finishing out my Pokemon Diamond playthrough. I've been thinking of maybe even doing a fresh playthrough, like with a gimmick of some kind. What I was thinking is I would play through the whole game with only Pokemon of like a certain color. So I would like get myself a color wheel, spin it, and uh, say it lands on blue. I'm only allowed to use blue Pokemon for my playthrough. Uh, well, something like that. Just to... Question about that. What happens if 
you spin the color and let's say you're and let's say you have no uh there's no orange green or blue but let's say you get purple and none of your starters have purple what would you do in that case would you yeah so i thought about that i I thought about that what i would use i would use the starter okay i would use the starter up until i get a purple i i i would have to pick the starter that is closest to that color okay and i could use the starter not to do any story, but un- or I guess if I have to do story, but up until I can get a Pokemon that is that color, then I box oh, okay. the starter. Or like if I'm gonna do a game where there is like wonder trading, I could wonder trade. Oh, okay. Yeah, I could yeah, wonder I, trade I, also I until that. I get that color. Uh, yeah, that's why I forgot about that. So I mean that that would be my plan, uh, and it could be to me. I mean that could be kind of fun. Like just maybe I'll use Pokemon I've never used before. Uh, just to keep it interesting, because I mean, I love Pokemon. It's just such an enjoyable thing for me. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I've been doing that I had started a while back actually is uh, rewatching Game of Thrones because this month we have uh, House of the Dragon coming out, so I'm super pumped. I'm uh, rewatching. I started had started rewatching it. Uh, they recently actually updated. I think we covered it before. They updated Game of Thrones to like full on uh, Dolby Atmos, HDR10. Dolby Vision, like the whole shebang. So, uh, I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it now, like in uh, upgraded quality. And uh, yeah, I've been watching, been watching uh, some Twitch streams here and there, YouTube. I'm excited that Overwatch League is coming back. I'm a big watcher there. I actually checked out a little bit of called the Call of Duty League for the first time uh, today. Uh, so yeah, I'm just kind of just waiting. I'm just uh getting back i actually yesterday was thinking you know maybe it's finally time that i booted up uh senua oh man dude! i know i know we still haven't gotten that announcement and that's kind of what i'm waiting for for the part two that uh, was not, not, not the announcement but 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 date i mean yeah so uh treat treat so yeah and it, 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 it's just weird like it's kind of collectively like a big I wouldn't say it's a drought, but it's just like a, one of those spots in gaming. And that's not to say that there's no games out because we just got uh, we just got uh, Multiverses, a new fighting game that a lot of people have been playing. We got uh, Stray was also kind of like a hey, little sleeper game Stray. there that was popular. Uh, Xenoverse, I mean, I mean Xenoverse, Xenoblade Three also. Uh, just came out, you know, those are three, three games that people are enjoying, but, uh, they're obviously they have their fan bases. Like not everybody plays those games. So, uh, there's good games out there. They're just, you know, I I don't know if I would say niche games, but you know, they have, they're not those big games. So I see a lot of people jumping back into like fall guys. A lot of people are jumping back into among us, uh, Valorant, uh, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think Valorant is having one of their big tournaments right now. So a lot of people are watching that, playing it back on that grind. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I was just wondering what uh, if you have a go to or kind of just dip, or it just kind of like depends what's out there. Usually oh. it depends what's out there. Yeah. But honestly, you can always count on me playing a Zelda title. Usually um, I'll, <laughs> I replayed Breath of the Wild. Uh, when did I, re- I replayed it? In January, I replayed it recently, man, and I have over what 300 hours in that game again. Breath of I played it twice, I did the regular quest and master quest, and I love that game. And then I went back and um, uh, I did get the Nintendo Switch online, so I actually do have a little plan, but I don't know if I'm gonna replay Majora's Mask or Ocarina of Time. 
on the Switch or uh, I have my 3DS and I have those copies too. So we'll see. But I usually, I usually do replay Zelda for obviously obvious reasons. So we'll see. You're, you're a fan or? Nah, I just, I dabble. <laughs> okay. Nah, I do love Zelda. I, I do love Zelda. I have, I have all the games. I will never, ever sell a Zelda game. So I do, I will never sell Zelda memorabilia. <laughs> I have a lot of figures. And so, yeah, I love Zelda. Yeah. So what, uh, if you're looking forward, uh, is there a date you have in mind that you're like waiting for? Uh, in terms of like a game, man, I haven't. Well, aside from the um, obvious ones, and again, we do have um, not obvious, that obvious, right? But we do have uh, Overwatch, and I do have Tactics Ogre uh, coming out in November and stuff. In the immediate, you're talking about the immediate future. Yeah, like like if if you're talking about like what uh, like a game coming out that you're like. Like if you have it pre-ordered already or like you have like a save the date, like, like I'm, I'm talking, uh, like where you tell me, dude, I, I called off work cause I'm going to pick up this game and I'm going to buy it. If y'all don't know, because Marcus is a teacher and usually when the, <laughs> when the big ones come out, like he says, dude, I'm calling in. Oh man. That, that, the last time I did that was, I actually did that with Pokemon. I did that with, uh, Breath of the Wild when it first came out. Uh, or not when it first came out, but when I actually got got the game, um, because I I had I didn't get a switch immediately. I think I got a switch a few weeks later when I got when I initially got mine, and so Zelda had already come out. And so what I did was I got the game, I got the switch, and as soon as I got it, I called it the next day because I was going to spend the day playing, you know, Zelda and you know doing what I do. Um, but off the top of my head, man. Honestly, I usually do that. I usually do that with Pokemon. Not usually, all right, but I, I did do it this last time um, with Arceus, and I did it the time before that. Um, when I started, I didn't again. It was one of those instances, not when Sword and Shield came out, because I didn't pick that up until later. But when I got the game, I called in the next day so I could stay home and play Pokemon Sword and Shield, because that was the game that kind of got me back into the whole um, Pokemon craze like a legit that that game kicked off my entire you know card collecting thing too man crazy crazy what that game just had, had done um but no at the top of my head i can't really think of anything i i do have xenoblade i did have xenoblade uh pre-ordered i did pick it up and i i'm actually do i do want to actually go and play the other ones again before i play xenoblade so that might be my next little project that i'll be doing um I'm not sure. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Anyways, I do have, obviously, you know, Zelda. Or if they ever made, or if they ever announced the next Mario game, usually it's it's Nintendo that I'll do these things for. If you haven't really noticed, right? It's about, I think it's about. Why do you have one in mind? Because I can't think of one. Maybe I'll find one, but I can't think of anything off the top of my head right now. Uh, for me. I have two. I, I have two dates. Well, I mean, that's it right there. I have two dates in mind. The first, the the nearest one being October fourth, Overwatch yeah. two. Uh, if you've listened to us, you know that we're both big fans. Uh, that's yeah, one. That's I, I, tried, sure I tried not to mention. I tried not to mention Overwatch, and I could have said I could have said October fourth, right? But I tried not to mention Overwatch, but I yeah, I probably will be you know trying to take that day also. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the the two for sure like that I have stamped are. Uh, October 4th, Overwatch 2, and November 18th, Pokemon Scarlet Violet. 
then, I mean, I won't go into those. The other two that I have a question mark on, the first one is going to want to make you throw up, is September 9th. That's uh, NBA 2K23. Oh, man. Ugh, I, 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 I'm, I'm trying really hard to resist it. But as it stands, that's like one of the last games that our friend group plays together. So toxic, all of us, dude. all of us. I, and I, like we mentioned at the top of the show, we, we both, not just us, we all have a toxic relationship with this game. We love it. We hate it. And it, 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 it hustles us because it takes our money more than just like what we pay for the game up front. Because of the VC system and the improvement of your of your character. Uh, and then along the way, you know, you make your own character. You think your build is the best. And then you start to play against other people that are know the game better than you or have, the, have a better build than you. Just end up with the right build or are willing to put in all this money and make multiple builds until they get the perfect one. And then you're like, well, do I just hate my life and continue playing this game with my character that I hate because I'm with my friends or, <laughs> or do I bite the bullet and buy, buy VC and make another character. But you, you uh, made a good point a while back when you're talking about 2k, you had mentioned uh, like, like the toxicity with it, right? Like you cannot play you, you, you say it again. You might've mentioned it before, but say it again. What is it? You cannot play with a guy because you're throwing, but if you're, if you make the build, the meta build oh you're using a meta build how do you say it? You, you do a better job of telling it so what it is is uh there it, it they've essentially turned this sports game into like a, an rpg right where you make your build where you spec into like shooting uh defense uh driving um rebounding uh post play different different styles uh dribbling and what happens is usually like in the community or in the game, you end up going towards like a, a certain build that's kind of dominant and that can kind of do a little bit of everything if you are good at the game. Because you can make this build, but if you don't know how to play and how to use your character, how the movement works, uh, the timing for jump shots and how to properly use your badges, uh, which is something we'll get into some other some other time. Uh, it, it's not just as easy as I'm going to make this build and I'm going to be good. Now, what happens is when you play online with other people, if you're not doing particularly well and you're not on this like God build is what everybody calls it. People will tell you like, bro, just make like, just, just make the God build, play with your God build. You don't have a God build, like just use it, whatever it is that it's called, whether it's a, a slasher, a, a shooter, a power forward or whatever. Uh, so they'll tell you, dude, just get on the God build. Your character's trash. And then, you know, sometimes you're resistant and you just want to play the game the way you want. Other times you'll be like, okay, man, like I actually have that character. Let me switch over to it and let's, let's keep playing. And those same people will be on your team. You'll win. You'll do well. You'll be like, Hey man, like, uh, um, I did pretty good, huh? And they'll tell you, bro, you're playing the God build. Like you're trash. Like, like if, like if it's a crutch. They, they want you to do it, but they don't want to give you credit. It's just a weird toxicity in that community. It's uh, real similar to like some of the stuff I hear in Overwatch too, where like for a time it was like when Arissa was like one of the meta tanks, it'd be like, bro, just go on Arissa. Just play double shield. Get on Arissa. 
And it's like, hey, like, I'm doing pretty good. Like, hey, can I get some healing? Like, help me out. And it's like, bro, you're playing Arissa. Like, get out of here. I was, and it's like, dude, you, you're the one that told me to play this character. Like, and I, I changed for you, like, to try and be a good teammate. Yeah. It, yeah it's, it, it's weird. It's a very weird dynamic, like, in both of those games. But uh, I don't know. I just, I just don't love, I love Overwatch in a way that I don't love 2K. But I oh, mean, yeah, I'm still buying sure. it. So, <laughs> who's who's the, who's the real fool? Yeah. <laughs> but no, I feel you, especially with the Overwatch one. It's like you know, and and if somebody does it nicely, you know, I usually like uh, people always just come off as you know, just real, real, real gotcha about it, real ugly about it. Hey man, hey, can you please switch? You know, and I'm I'm a team player. I'm gonna switch, right? I like to win. I'm gonna win, right? But it's like, hey, switch to someone. But they, when they make demands, like you're like. Like, you should listen to them or something like that. Like, hey, man, calm down, dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what happens. Yeah, who hurt you, bro? Yeah, man. <laughs> so September 9th, going back uh, so we can wrap up. September 9th is that first date uh, of 2K23. And the other date I'm looking at, which you talked about earlier, is uh, Modern Warfare 2, October 28th. Uh, if I was... I would rather... I, I kind of have told myself, like... Buy one or the other. The only problem is that I would rather have Modern Warfare 2, but it comes out the same month as Overwatch does. Later in the month, one is on the 4th, the other is on the 28th. And then right around the corner in November, I get Pokemon. So because of the, the timing... For 2K, makes a lot more sense in September because I'll have a full month to play it before uh, Overwatch comes out. Yeah. But then do I ever pick it back up again? Yeah. Uh, but then it's kind of the same thing with with uh, Modern Warfare 2 in October. Like, I play Overwatch and do I enjoy Call of Duty enough to, like, split my time for the rest of that month? Month and, like, you know, uh, between Overwatch and Call of Duty and then eventually like the next week i don't care what is out i mean the next uh, two weeks i don't care what is out like i'm gonna be playing pokemon yeah for sure likewise <laughs> uh you know the same day as modern warfare 2 i think on the 28th we also get the resident evil village dlc so oh, that's true too that's also in there too so i mean i don't know i'm probably gonna end up buying both just watch but uh i believe you and uh, at this point but I'm gonna um, try hard. I'll be the I'll always be the last person. So I'm always like, hey man, we need one more, and then I do it, and then and then our our boy Rudy, yeah man, hey man, hypes you up, man, makes you feel like you're the awesomest person because you bought a game that you despised. But we'll see what happens, man. <laughs> yeah. So uh, well, that's that's uh, the week's podcast. That's it for us. It's been a a good one, a long one, uh, and I mean. Anything else, Marcus, you want to throw out there? Uh, yeah. Um, thank you for listening, like always. And if you haven't checked out our most recent special, it is with the MJ from Lo Que Sea Podcast over on, on Twitch. Um, it's on anime openings. So if you would like to give that a listen, you know, see our thoughts. Hear our, I'm not see our thoughts. Hear our thoughts and see what we have to say. Uh, by all means, give that a listen to. Otherwise, that's how that's how good it was. You could see yeah, you can, what we're what we're thinking, bro. <laughs> you can you can see the music. <laughs> um, but no, other than that, again, always uh, 
please please be patient for our next uh set of news and that's about it that's a wrap yeah and uh just uh one quick shout out i want to throw out there is uh all the uh teachers some of uh, our friends and mark is included going back to school uh and students if you're going back to school you know uh, best of luck on the new year uh, i hope it goes well and uh you know thanks for listening Hey, thank you, man. Thank you for that. I, pre- I, I appreciate it. I always appreciate it with my friends. Um, don't forget that, hey, you're a teacher and good luck for the year. So that's awesome. So yes, good luck to all the teachers out there. Good luck to all the students out there. Good luck to everybody who's uh, getting ready for work. You know. So uh, thank you for bringing that up, Rico. That's awesome. Uh, but yeah, that's a wrap. Thank you all for listening. Later. What's the button? <laughs>